All right, so before we get like too far into the song, there's there's something that like I, I really think about, and I was thinking about a lot this week was like the country accent that people do. I think a lot of yeah the southern twang. Yeah, I think a lot of people get southern twang wrong. Like they just sell it way too hard. They go like they get full on southern and get real deep into it, and it's like that's not right. Like that's uh-huh. you know I I live in the south. There are people who do have twang and drawl to it, but like most people, it's like a very slight Southern accent. Like they just are, you know, you just start relaxing the, you relax with some of the vowels. You let, you let something stretch out a little bit. Um, and right. that's, that's the correct way that, that said, one of the weirdest situations I was ever in when I first moved to North Carolina at uh, NC State University, you know, go Wolfpack. <laughs> Wolf love. I don't Wolf know. Love. I don't know anything about wait, NC wait, State wait, University. Wait, wait. But. You don't need to know anything. But we have ice cream shops in the libraries with ice cream that's made on campus. And the guy that was in the ice cream shop literally had the droopy dog. Like I walked up, he's like, "How may I help you?" What kind of ice cream would you like? And I was like, what the f- that I did not. It was like my first like real Southern accent that I encountered. You're like, I don't know how to deal with this at all. <laughs> it's like, is I this what that... it's going to be like? <laughs> it's like, what is this? It was like the mo- like that whole droopy dog thing. I was like, I thought that was just like a cartoon character. And I he's the only person. I've never met another Southern individual with that specific accent. Everybody's right, with just the droopy got, like, dog accent. Everybody's got, like, that kind of, like, I like to think of it as, like, the BBC British English, where it's, like, <laughs> they have an ever-so-slight, like, London accent, but it's not really that strong. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, wait, did you, when you heard this droopy dog accent, were you just like, oh, fuck, I made a huge mistake. I need to move <laughs> back to the West Coast. I've said that. Uh, that wasn't the first thing that made me think that. Got it. <laughs> Yeah, but it was one of the one of the many. Yeah, there's lots. Uh, of, there's lots of things that I'm like, man, I need to move back to the West Coast so bad. <laughs> like, hey, man, it's beautiful. It's it, it's it's beautiful in sunny San Diego right now. Is all I'm gonna say about that. So I made you listen to. Can't Hide Red by Florida Georgia Line with Jason Aldean making a guest appearance. Before this, had you ever heard Florida Georgia Line? I I have a question. Sure. Um, did they do Wagon Wheel? <laughs> um, no, they, no, they did then, not. Then no. The answer to that question is no. Because... I mean, I don't, I don't doubt <laughs> that they do wagon wheel live like when they come through raleigh because it's got that it's got a line about raleigh and i would not be shocked if they do a rendition of wagon wheel but no so i have i I just want to tell this story that i um my girlfriend and i play this game when we're at bars that have a certain kind of vibe especially if there's like like a lot of bars in san diego will like you'll go and there's just like a guy with a guitar on a stage kind of just like playing bland inoffensive music and so yes. we have this game, and it's called uh, Wonder Wheel. And the game <laughs> is one of us picks 
the song Wagon Wheel, and the other one picks the song Wonder Ball, and whichever one the guy plays first, that person wins. That is a phenomenal game. It's a fun game. We have we have fun with it. And then we the last time we played it, the guy did Wonder Wall first, so I won. And then, like three songs later, did Wagon Wheel, and she was like, "Fuck, I would have won." He just like 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 he just didn't do it in the right order. <laughs> yes. Oh God. Yeah. Wonder so okay, Florida. Jo- so wait, who does who does fucking Wagon Wheel then? Other than the hoodie, uh, the most recent radio hit of Wagon Wheel was one Darius Rucker of. Hootie and the Blowfish fame. Right. But who did it before? Didn't, I mean, that's not a, it's not a Darius Rucker original, right? I think Old Crow Medicine Show. That's the one. Okay. I am confusing them with Florida, Georgia, County Line, or whatever the fuck this band's oh, name is. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about country music. I, I, there are some people who would absolutely fight you over comparing Old Crow Medicine Show to Florida Georgia I'm sure Line. they would, but they're fighting someone based on the fact that, like, they're fighting someone that doesn't care about the thing that they care about. <laughs> they, they'll still do it. They'll still do it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, oh my. Florida Georgia Line is just this band that, like, I remember them blowing up a few years ago, and I am a country music fan, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, Florida Georgia Line seems to be everywhere. Let me actually give them a listen. And they're very much this, like, boy band with southern twang. Like, all their music is very much, like, programmed beats with, like, snap tracks, not a whole oh. lot of, like, live instrumentation. Like, they're, okay. they're like, the country chain smokers. Like got it got it that's, yeah that's that's who florida georgia line is well but do you remember ha- when you told me about this song and i texted you this sounds like something that came out on vagrant records circa 2004 <laughs> yes like, this is the weirdestly produced song i've heard like is this what country sounds like now because this song uh, is weird as hell yeah, by the way the so- name of the song that we're talking about is can't hide red i don't know can't if we hide red. said that i don't oh, know but i think i may have i don't know yeah, but yeah, so this this whole album actually, just to give a quick, this album is called "Can't Say I Ain't Country." <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, it's definitely called that, <laughs> <laughs> right? So like, country music's currently going through this like weird. Uh, it happens. There's always been songs that talking about how country somebody is or how country they are, but like there is this plethora of songs on the radio right now that are just like. I'm country. Here's how. And then they like, proceed to like list a bunch of things that make them country. Right. And Florida Georgia Line has one of these songs on the album, but it's a weird, very like, uh, like bipolar album where it's like, it is chain smokers with Southern twang. And then this like, right. like actual, actual instrumental, uh, live instruments being played in the studio. And it is, it is, it's it's not good it's 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 something it's not it's It's, not something i like but it's something this is basically this is you can take the boy out of the country but you can't take the country out of the boy the song yes and they never get any deeper than that like that's just that's what the song is and if you like that you might like this song but you're probably not gonna like that because it's not interesting 
Well, yeah, because I mean, you have this. So there's this weird cultural thing that happens um, in in the South that I've noticed is um, you have like good old like rednecks, like people who are like real country folks. Like they go out, they hunt, they fish, um, they live in rural uh, North Carolina or the rural South, and uh, like they will literally. And this actually happened one time like show up to Christmas dinner having just dressed a deer and they smell like a dead animal. Hell yeah. <laughs> and they are there for Christmas dinner. They're there in their mossy oak uh, fucking jacket and pants. And they're like, yeah, just got done skinning this deer. Now I'm here. Let's go ahead and say grace and do Christmas. And it's like, all right, <laughs> like, that's fine. And then you, but then you have this other, like, like it's almost like the the gentrified or the gen the the gentry country folks who are like they hide almost everything about being redneck like they're the ones who like show up to christmas dinner in a suit and tie have like they have nice boots that they wear out they disdain the like straight up redneck folks it's like they've got nothing positive to say about them it's a very like weird class thing that happens in the south where it's like the upper class southern folks um even in rural communities like the upper class uh rural southern uh folks and like the uh the lower class uh southern folks they're like the upper class has like nothing positive to say about them Right. It's like, I that think is not couple... exclusive to the South, though, Gabe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so it's this, it's this thing, which I think is funny, and, I, and this goes into, like, this song, is that this song is capturing kind of some of that dynamic, that uh-huh. it is, that that dynamic occurs all over uh, the United States and all over, really all, all over the world in terms of, like, rich versus poor, and I think that's what you have here. So, like, let's, let's dive into this song. Yeah. Well, really quick, um, let me just talk about his vocals in particular. Is this is this Jason Aldean or is this the guys from the uh, yeah? So the first the first verse is Jason Aldean. Okay, so I want to say, and I'll, this is maybe a bias of mine, but as soon as I heard the fir- like the way that he was singing, I was just like, nope, I'm out. Like, not <laughs> happening. This is I already hate this. Like, it is not. And it's, I don't think, and it might be partly bound up with sort of cultural notions of a, a strong Southern twang as, you know, uneducated or something. That is like a bias that I should try to work through on my own, right? Like, like it's a right. me problem. But I think it's also just like, he feels so phony. He feels so yeah. artificial, right? It's like, there are some guys that have that Southern twang that you're like, oh, but they're like their voice is vulnerable and it's honest mm-hmm. and you like you trust them and this guy honestly just feels like he's lying to me so you so you get a lot of that with like nashville country is so it's all right so here's one of the things is finally when i was listening to this song there's one line so what if we're all backwards just because you're talking faster hell you ain't got no tobacco in your lip <laughs> right in the south like so i say tobacco and but like most people this have it's tobacco like there it's an a, like the o is a short sound right um, right and yeah tobacco. of course like that 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 a turning into like an er that tobacco but like i listened to an interview with florida georgia line so like i was like okay this seems like they're really fucking selling it mm-hmm. and yeah they totally are you hear them talk it's like yeah they've got an ever so slight twang to their their accents but man do they fucking sell it 
up for these songs. I don't know yeah. about Jason Aldean, but it's like there is this kind of like Nashville sound of like you've got to like really increase how how much drawl you have when you're when you're singing and it's just kind of lame and phony and... right but it, it, and i guess it does kind of mirror the the lyrical content right where it's like i am i am unabashedly southern and this is the way that we sound and so i'm going to play up all of the characteristics that reflect that heritage in my voice yeah right? exactly all right, you could trade that pickup for a brand new Cadillac. First of all, I want to say, who the fuck drives a Cadillac? Like, what is, like, is this guy, like, you could be country or you could be an elderly Jewish woman? Like, what is happening? <laughs> Already I'm like, no, you don't understand what the cultural divide is. Yeah, it's like, you, you they don't understand. Well, so here's, the, this is the thing is, like, I you know, so this, like, I think there's a couple of ways you can interpret this song of, like, this is a joke. Like, they're trying to be funny, or they're, like, actually seriously angry, and this is a culture war song, and, like... Oh, see, this... I, I took it only as the second. I didn't... It never even occurred to me that this might be a joke. Yeah, so, I mean, well, so, I mean, that's the thing, is country music has this, like, nice long history of these kind of songs, but they're jokes. Mm -hmm. Like... Uh, like, Oki from Muskogee by Merle Haggard. Yeah, no, like, like I know that song. Like, yeah, those, yeah, or, like, um like Arlo Guthrie kind of songs that are like yeah. very obviously comedic in nature. But like people but... like miss that like comedy. Like, and, and I think like, so like if you take it as serious, you're, I feel like they're kind of trying to be serious. Like I want to take it as a joke and that they're smart enough to know that like, this is supposed to be funny. But are they doing? Funny. Are they doing that like Matt Stone and Trey Parker thing where like the satire could, is is either very subtle against you know one type of person or very subtle against another type of person, and they play it in such a way where both people can kind of get what they need to get out of it, right? Like the people who really feel like yeah, fuck those elitist coastal liberals. You know, I'm a country man. Like, they can listen to this song and take it at face value. And then there's, like, a certain kind of, like, more ironic person that can enjoy the almost hilariously misconstrued representation of the coastal liberal. Right? I think... So, I think the... I think they're not smart enough to pull that off. Um, <laughs> so I am reading way too much into this. You're, this you're giving them way, stupid you're giving, song. You're giving them way too much credit. Yeah, there's this, like... The fact that, like, the lyrics, because they wrote, so I, I went and read an interview, and they wrote this song, and they brought Jason Aldean into, so they wrote this, and so they, and it is, like, this is their idea of being funny, but then, or uh, trying to be funny, maybe, like, or but just no, like I think, being, yeah, being, like, exaggerating the sort of trope, right? Yeah. Like, just being like, oh, look, we know that this song is dumb as fuck, and we're just gonna yeah. go for it. Yeah, I mean, like, it's the whole idea of, like, because, I mean, the, which is why, the, actually, the first verse is why I thought, like, maybe there being a joke. It's like, slap you on that custom Gucci suit and ditch that camo hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, who's wearing a custom Gucci suit? Yeah. Ah, yes. Like... The classic custom Gucci suit that we see <laughs> in Southern California everywhere. Right. It's like, what the fuck is it? Like, are you talking about, like, the NBA draft here? Like, I'm not really sure what I'm, like... 
or which here's what I actually like, <laughs> yeah there. Here's what I actually think is that it's maybe a song about like a country star that right they move to to the West Coast or whatever. In in my head, this is they they move to L. Well, I guess it's not just in my head. They say Beverly Hills, right? Yeah, so they say to Beverly Hills. Yeah. So they're moving. It's a country star that like moves to the to the West Coast and you know moves to Beverly Hills and then does these things because not because those are things that people in Beverly Hills do, but because those are things that people from the South think that people in Beverly Hills do, right? Yes, exactly. So they go in and they buy a Cadillac, and everybody's like, why the fuck are you buying this Cadillac? And then they buy the, like, custom Gucci suit, and people are like, all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, like you, you don't know, like, you know as little about, like, West Coast city folk as they know about you. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, this is just the Beverly Hillbillies, right? You move from the boondocks to Beverly Hills, that's yes. what this song is. It's just fucking Jed and fucking Mama or whoever. I don't know any of the people in the Beverly no, Hillbillies, but uh, no. Johnny Boy and uh, <laughs> Johnny Boy, Ricky and you know fucking and Bethy, uh, Bethy Sue, Bethy Sue and Old Man Willie. You know, Old Man Willie. <laughs> Got to watch out for Old Man Willie. <laughs> Gets a little handsy sometimes. That Old Man Willie. Um, I, don't, I have no idea what I'm saying right now. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I, like, I was classic to, Beverly Hillbillies character. I was gonna try to make some Grapes of Wrath reference, but like it's just yeah, Tom Joad. Yeah, Tom Joad. This is like some sort of Tom Joad thing. But it's like all right. So I want to. I want to. Let's just go ahead and get into the chorus because honestly, we just need to get through the chorus. And like you've heard this song. Like it's like you, there's nothing more to the song than like this chorus of like all right. So you can't hide red. Don't you know we were born this way? First off, no, you weren't. Nobody's born fucking... Like, you may be born in the South. You were raised... Yeah, like, you were you, raised with the cultural values that you are espousing in this song. Yeah, you're, yeah, not, you not, you're not born with tobacco in your mouth or with a fucking camo hat. Like, yeah, those, like, those are not innate characteristics of any human. Right. It's like, um, all right. You can't hide red. You can see it in everything. Like, the way we walk, the way we talk, it's the down-home way we raise. Like, so that is actually, that is true. Like, okay, these are all things that are cultural. Like, you've just admitted, it's like, you are raised in this way. And so the way you walk and the way you talk are products of your cultural upbringing. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Well, also, really quick, with the born this way, don't you know we were born this way? recalls that Lady Gaga song yes. this way, right? And so it's like, and this I feel like is a classical, classic terrible thing where you just, you just import someone else's struggle onto yourself. Yes. Like, you know, oh, they're, you know, these people were struggling for acceptance and now I as a redneck in Beverly Hills am also struggling for acceptance. Right. So I'm going to reference this, like, I'm going to basically co-opt this other person's struggle. There's already already a problem with like the born this way ideology of like yes we've talked about this before I feel like yeah where it's like what it, so we don't care? know like, what what's you, going yeah. on right what like, if we don't know how people are way. born really yeah even if they're not born this way we need to like figure out how to have a society in which it doesn't matter whether it was you know molded or unfolded as it were right nature versus yeah. nurture like we need to take care of everybody regardless of what that is and I feel like with there's a certain type of ideology that says if you're born a certain way then that absolves you from it but if you developed at an early you know developed a certain right. characteristic in early childhood or whatever then that's 
then we can blame you personally for it, which seems right. very weird to me. This like weird individualistic idea that it's like, you know, and and this and this is what it comes down to is I don't understand why it fucking matters. Like so long as whatever you do isn't like hurting people or in general like doesn't do anything to negatively affect you like you may not necessarily you because i i fucking still smoke cigarettes and that obviously negatively <laughs> affects me and i right i will it die negatively on this affects hill. you and others right like. <laughs> and others and others but i will die on this hill to defend my right to put nicotine into my goddamn system you're not hurting people they're in no way decreasing your quality of life right get the fuck over it and let them do what they want to do like yeah like who gives a shit like (laughs) so long as what you're doing isn't trying to marginalize or step on people do it i don't care like i literally could not give two shits about what you do so long as you are not trying to like hurt people or hinder people or marginalize folks which i feel like those are three pretty good standards if this is what you're as long as this shit is not doing that right you do your thing do your thing like you want to drink mountain dew and play fucking call of duty and go mud bogging in your truck whatever go do it like i don't give two shits i I will say this i was very disappointed that you can't hide red wasn't about the struggle for communism Oh yeah. So you know? should, should we? Should we, I? I think maybe I should go to my local DSA chapter and be like, "Hey, I think we need to go ahead and learn this song." Um, <laughs> can't ha- you can't hide red, like, guys. You can't hide red. <laughs> like let's let's go ahead. You know, fucking Southern DSA. This is our anthem, and we're gonna sing it in bars. We're gonna go yes. confront fascists at the at the restaurant, and this is what we're gonna sing to them. <laughs> just those snippets, like yeah, just those snippets. Yeah. yeah, the. the Whatever, you have to rewrite right? a, a large portion of these lyrics, but yeah, I think it'll work. Portion. Well, like, sorry, let's, let's actually keep getting through this chorus yeah. because there's like another bit that I like. So don't ever want to, ain't ever gonna change. You can't hide red, which is okay. Yeah, you don't have to change. Nobody wants you to, like, or except for you. Well, Jared. I think Apparently, that, you, you know, can't, you can't I don't stand know. Their, you can't stand their southern drawl in the song. <laughs> this is this is a very interesting message about growth and human development, though, right? Like, wait a engage in the project of self of self-actualization there right like oh yeah i'm never gonna change wouldn't it be cool gabe wouldn't it be cool if there was a song that was like hey there are elements of my cultural heritage that i hold dear and care about and then there are also elements that i find problematic and this song is about the process of working through that shit that would be a great song where's that fucking song Oh, actually, no, that's true. Uh, that's not true. Uh, Brad Paisley, uh, God damn it, what was Paisley the Paisley song? makes the girls go crazily. That's true. Uh, Brad Paisley <laughs> did a song about like some like Southern Pride song, and it was like super clumsy. Uh, of, okay. Like it was yeah, super clumsy. But it was like this whole idea. Like there was like a, a portion of uh, young man going into like a, a convenience store and he's wearing a Leonard Skinner shirt and it's got the stars and bars on it and mm. him like grappling with the fact that it's like uh, he like finds out that offends people and he's like trying to grapple with like his southern heritage and his idea of southern heritage and the fact that like this is a heritage that has caused pain for folks right. um yeah. unfortunately it is uh 
really it doesn't clumsy. quite work <laughs> it doesn't quite yeah. work it's real clumsy but so that does exist and i think there is this conversation that because I mean, there is a conversation that happens um i mean because i work with farmers and i work in rural north carolina i literally do work with tobacco right <laughs> like, yeah yeah like, no yeah for sure I, you, know, you have these conversations and there is some conversations that are happening that like you know, people are they do take some cultural and and um, social pride in where they're from and are trying to grapple with the history of it. So I'll give you an example. There was a one farmer that there was a historic plantation house uh, near his farm. And when he was, he said when he was in um, elementary school and high school, they would go on tours of that plantation house and then like the slave quarters and like look at all this stuff. And he said that was like a really eye opening experience for him in terms of like how people were forced to live on the land and work the land and the conditions they had to go through. And he said that his kids don't do that. Like their school stopped taking uh, people to that house. And he's like, well, he's like, we need to learn about that. We need to know how awful these people were treated. Like right. this is, like this is like as much as he's like, he's like, uh, and he was a guy who flew the stars and bars on his truck, and mm-hmm. he's like, but was also grappling with this idea of like, there is this absolutely incredibly ugly history that is behind those stars and bars and behind being right. southern as well. And so it's like, I think people, you know, like. In an ideal world, you wouldn't be flying the stars and bars anymore, but I think they they are trying to have those conversations. They're trying to grapple with that that history. I but... just think that maybe perhaps it's not something that sells on the mass country market, right? Like absolutely not. <laughs> people I mean, don't I mean, want to think about that. I mean, it's it's easier to sell a song that you are being attacked and that you're defending your way of life and, yes. and all that stuff. um but yeah it's 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 a it's a weird conversation but it is happening in southern in southern particularly rural southern places and you know with farmers like i've had these conversations with them and it's kind of interesting like it really it does break down a lot of your ideas of what the rural south looks like and what how Uh farmers really are but don't get me wrong there's it's still trump country it is still heavily red you know there's this weird dissonance that's occurring with how the politics and the culture and everything going on in the South, but like back to, back to the song is we could, I can right. talk about Southern politics all day long, but, um, so all right, we, I, I'm going to say this, I'm going to, I'm going to play it with that twang. We sang. Yeah. So they, <laughs> they rhyme twang with sing. <laughs> yeah. So and you can't, also, this red. is funny. This line is funny because it's patently untrue, right? Yeah. You can absolutely hide that. But you are literally playing it up and and yes. exaggerating it for effect. Exactly. Yeah, it's like you you play it up. You're using it to sell records. And this is the line that I was like, "Fuck you guys." It's like, <laughs> yeah, we smoke and we drink. It's like, motherfucker. Yeah, as opposed to I'm... us us elitist coastal hipsters who are known for our not drinking. Apparently. Yeah. It's like it's <laughs> like I'm. I'm hey guys, sorry, I'm like... literally having a beer right now, and it's not even new. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude, I think, uh, not going to say you have a problem, but, uh, you know, so like alcoholism works for everybody. Yeah, hey, like, you don't, I have a, you, I like to think of it as a problatunity. You know? <laughs> no, but it's like, okay. Also, it's like, I smoke cigarettes. I'm from fucking San Francisco. 
like the poster child right. for like southern folks to like oh them hippies in san francisco like i still hear that like my boss mm-hmm. loves introducing me at these like farmers meetings like oh hey this is gabe he's working in tobacco he's from san francisco loves and, throwing that out there it's like you and then everyone like there's like a gasp that goes through <laughs> the crowd like, yeah it's like all right it's like, san francisco <laughs> right and then and the best part is, is like i go on this so every year we have a tobacco tour where we go around and look at all the research plots and look at all the stuff that's going on and there's all these farmers there's all these uh all these folks out on these tobacco tours and i am out there chain smoking and i am the only person chain smoking <laughs> like i'm the only person mm-hmm. smoking on this tour and i'm like what you can't hide apparently you can't hide right none of you are smoking none of you got dip in your lip like what is going on here <laughs> like yeah. um so i am i like i am i i guarantee you that my truck is older louder more rusted out and i smoke a hell of a lot more tobacco and i'm from san francisco that is a, a shame uh you know <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah. no it's like yeah so this whole idea is like you have this but the point of this like weird rant is like these things are not unique to southern culture like people all right. over the place smoke cigarettes drink beer and not necessarily like you know i think the easy things like oh well they just drink them fancy ipas or whatever it's like no i know plenty of people who like literally we just crack open a pbr or a miller light because like it's cheap and it's easy and we don't give two shits like right and also yeah i do drink some fucking fancy ipas what of it they're delicious and they're like seven percent alcohol volume yeah <laughs> great get... like what how would you not like that <laughs> yeah I was, what a I was... weird thing to not like <laughs> it's such a weird thing to happen um but yeah but that i mean that's that's in all reality we don't need to go through the rest of this song because it is not <laughs> like it's it's it, this song is like 80 percent chorus yes it's <laughs> like, just the chorus repeating a million times it's almost it's, like here's what i think it's almost like they're trying to convince themselves of this message by by yeah. chanting this chorus over and over again because they don't actually believe it yeah right they're also also there's one more thing where they talk about like you know we're gonna say grace and thank you lord and like we you know we pray because we're good christians and shit and it's like what's up with this idea of like i'm not gonna apologize for being a proud christian like, yeah, we yeah. get it. You're not going like, to apologize for being a member of a religion that literally 75% of the American population identify as. Like, like way what? to take a brave stance. That's very brave of you. It's like literally a third of the world population is Christian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this weird, like, I mean, it's a useful, it's a useful political cudgel of wanting to be attacked or feel attacked and yes it's like no yeah not... people people sympathize with victims right that's what yeah. it is and so it's like we're being victimized and it's like no you're, you're really not like and not in any meaningful way i think it, it's I, I for me it's the the cynical part of me is like this is just for sell this is how you sell records this is how you sell movies this is how you get people to watch your tv show this is how you get politicians elected is you you go ahead and and make this idea of these people want to take away our way of life and they're attacking us and it's like no we just want space for our way of life we want a space for everybody to do their thing right also the so what if we're backwards thing i hate that 
Like, it's like how the fuck are you? If you back, if you what? if you think you're backwards, do something about it, right? <laughs> like, well, it's like what's it? What's their idea of back? Like, that's the thing is, what's their idea of backwards? Like, yeah, it, I, I just don't. It's like, oh, it's like like I they mean, clearly don't think that it's backwards. That's the point of it, right? Is right. that people who are backwards don't know it? Yeah, it's one of those things that again you're creating this uh, this victimization narrative. Honestly, very few people I know, I'm sure they exist. I mean, I see I see them exist online for sure, but like most people could give two shits what's happening like how you live your life if you're like a like a southern country boy or like you know right yeah yeah people don't actually care about this like like this almost is like there's like this guy that's like just yelling like no i you know i am a southern man and you you know i can't hide it and it's just who i am and you have to deal with it and everybody is just like yeah so what like like, that's fine (laughs) like all right (laughs) he's like no no you don't understand you need to deal with it and they're like okay we'll deal with it (laughs) what else (laughs) it's like that's fine like, yeah, I, just, <laughs> I don't get it. It's like, I mean, it's the same thing of like, I think for me when, um, when I was like a teenager, so I was a teenager, like the, like be like go, I went to like a, a pride parade and it's like, he, we're here, we're queer, get used to it. I was like, okay, cool. I'm used to it. Like, yep. I'm, I'm fine with it. Like, but they're like, actually, they're actually coming from a, a space of victimization and marginalization. Right. There were people that were not used to it and needed to get used to it. Yeah. Here, so I, it's like, no one is just, well, I mean, other than the, like I said, like the sort of racist parts of Southern culture, no one is against like driving a pickup truck or like whatever, you know, having a twang accent or whatever they think is victimizing them. Yeah. Right? Like that's not a real I mean, thing. What's, that's what's just act- a, a yeah. phony grievance so that they can play the victim. I mean what's actually fucking victimizing the rural South and rural America in general is like the fact that there's a lack of access to health care. Like right. you've got hospitals closing down. It's like if anything is victimizing the South, it's fucking capitalism. Right. <laughs> like yeah. you've got a for profit economy that is leaving people behind and that is like crushing these small communities and like Yeah, and then there just there's just nowhere for a lot of these communities to like fit in to a sort of late capitalist model in which, you know, production is globalized and there right. aren't like, you know, there's not a lot of like service economy or experience economy or whatever in these yeah. towns. And so it's like, what the fuck do you do? What do we do right. with I, all this, like all these little communities of people who just don't fit into the global matrix of capitalism? That's just a big problem that we don't bother to ever deal with as a country. You know, the, again, this is like me talking about the farmers that I work with. Like, I got farmers that, like, they literally drive an hour to get basic medical care. Like, that is the closest medical provider mm-hmm. they have to them. You you have the situation of, like, you know, we're moving to this idea of that, like, you know, virtual medical care where you Skype with your doctor or whatever. Well, what happened when uh, the GOP got in charge of North Carolina? There was this big expansion of broadband service that basically the capitalist uh uh the corporations they're not willing to put in broadband because not enough people are going to sign up to make it worthwhile to put in those lines so the state stepped in and was giving them money to do that well the gop got control and cut off the funding to that they're like you know what we're going to do is we're actually going to reduce regulations 
and right. the like the telecommunications companies are like we don't give a shit about less regulations like yeah that'll be nice for us but like the there isn't too much regulation there's not enough profit for us in rural communities for us to put broadband out there right it's just like it's just like the postal system right like like fedex doesn't deliver to like super rural areas but the post office does because the post office isn't motivated by a profit motive they're motivated by like we have a duty to help everybody because it's like a government-run thing whereas the fucking fedex like yeah they're just there are communities where it's just not profitable to deliver things to those communities and so if you don't have something like a government system in place to deal with that, then you just get yeah, like those exactly. communities not being. So served I mean, at I all. think what we, you know, you can't hide red is a socialist anthem. So <laughs> it should be. I yes, I would like <laughs> yeah. to hide. You're never, you're, this like, song, you're never gonna listen much. to this song. Uh, I, I'm also. No, it's getting deleted from the playlist that I have to listen to these fucking songs, and it's never gonna be heard again. So, Darren, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you the question because it's the, it's part of it. Can't hide red by Florida Georgia Line. Does this song slap? Nope. Nope. Next time on Does It Slap. Scott Street by Phoebe Bridgers. You can find Does It Slap on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, shit, just about everywhere. Did you like what you just heard? Well, share it with someone, just one other person who might also like this episode. Word of mouth is still the best way for us to bring leftist music commentary and criticism to as many people as we possibly can. We'll even consider it your praxis for the day. Follow us on Twitter at Does It Slap Pod. Our theme music is provided by the patron saints of Slap, New Junk City. Find a link to their band camp down in the episode description. Our cover art is done by Jeremy Hammond. Find him on Twitter at Jeremy Thunder. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Boom. And we're out.